This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. It's your entire life that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason. Brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. With your host, John Rush. All right. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. And Richard Battle now joining us. Richard, how are you, sir? John, good afternoon. We're doing fantastic. Thanks for having us again. Did, did things warm up there for you? Absolutely. It's uh, 80-ish degrees. The sun's out. and Nice. We just missed the bottom end of the storm today. Nice. Good for you. All right. The case for an American Hall of Fame. Let's talk about it. Well, yeah, a few weeks ago I was sitting there thinking, of course, the book Made in America by Americans, not Americans, and I was thinking they have polka dancing Hall of Fames in Cleveland and, and tap dancing Hall of Fames and being in an Italian Hall of Fame in Chicago and, of course, the Sports Hall of Fames. And I said, why don't we have a Hall of Fame dedicated to the American do spirit? And so I started thinking of the people that we've talked about and others and thought we can have a lot of fun, but we can also recognize people known and unknown for things that they've done that we benefit from sometimes we're not even aware of. And take for granted as well. Well, yes, and sometimes we know a little of the story. We don't know all of it, Mm -hmm. but especially our culture right now discourages acknowledging past people's contributions to our life. And as we've talked about, I think we've been gifted such a great opportunity in this life by millions of people who've done things to help us that we could never name or repay. True. And some and some and there are some big names out there and there's some names on this list that I would not call I mean, to me they're big names, although there's probably people out there listening that maybe wouldn't, you know, necessarily think that those are big names, and especially if you did a man on the street. I hate to say this, Richard, but we could go down this list of individuals, and I'm guessing some of them would be recognized. Some of them, unfortunately and sadly, would not. Well, yes, and I've got a substitute for the one we talked about a couple of weeks ago, and some of the other uh, programs today, we've uh, asked people if they want to send in names to be considered, to just be discussed or written about or thought about. Uh, we certainly welcome that as well. And it's just great to see and recognize people who've done things so mm-hmm. great for our country. All right, let's start off. Number one, this one, I yeah, I, I don't think you could, I don't think you could have anybody else. You know, and maybe I'm wrong, but I the way I look at it is I don't think you could have anybody besides George Washington as the first person on the list. Well, exactly, and and I, I respect him so much more even in the last year than I did before. And most people know quite a bit about him, but what gets me is 
how he handles power. Right. He could have been king or president yep. for life, but after two terms, he voluntarily walked away and gave power up. And power is an aphrodisiac. Mm-hmm. And we see politicians all the time now who will not leave until they go out feet first. Right. And they are not servant leaders when they're in that condition. Right. No, I, you know what, cannot disagree with that at all. And I, like you, the more I learn, read, understand in and of itself, I mean, not only what you just said a moment ago about not not wanting to be a president for a lifetime or being a king, but just what he did to get our country to the point that we are today, by the way, which he really he was very instrumental in doing. I, I mean, mm-hmm. the guy was the ultimate servant leader. Yes. No other way of saying Absolutely. it. Absolutely. All right, next one on here, who, I'll be honest, this name I did not even know, Madam C.J. Walker. Well, we talked about her a couple of weeks ago, and I had a substitute ready, but since since you said that, we'll go ahead and do it again. No, let's do it, because again, that's one where, you know, again, even though we talked about it, it's just not a, it's not a George Washington name. No, it's an inspirational story. I just discovered her a few months ago when I was looking up uh, successful black people. And she was born Sarah Breedlove in 1867, left home at 13 and got married to escape an abusive household. Oh, that's right. Had yes, yes, I remember, who you, I remember her now. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. And so she became the first self-made black woman yep. millionaire. Yep. And what uh, impresses me even more was how she handled success. Did she buy a yacht and go around the world and live like the Kardashians or anything? No. She was a philanthropist, and she was a mentor for other black women to help them succeed, overcoming racism, sexism, women in business, uh, no expectation of any government assistance or equaling the playing field at all. She just went out and overcame everything Mm -hmm. to become successful and is worth our admiration. Next one, this one's pretty easy, Helen Keller, and a lot of folks, again, you, you could ask, I hate to say this today, Richard, you could ask some folks on the street who Helen Keller was, and frankly, that's probably a name that a lot of young people, even to this day, don't know, have never been taught, have no idea who that is. Well, and again, it's sad, because when she was born in the 1860s or 70s there, when she had two years old, she lost her sight and hearing, and in those days, families put their kids in institutions, right. which is the current term for warehouse. Right. And they basically got rid of them. And her parents, to their credit, hired a teacher who taught her to read and to be able to communicate. And she was driven to become all she could be despite those limitations. And she became such a great example and a person people could look up to and say, well, if she can do that, I can do more than I'm doing today. The next one some folks might disagree with. I'm glad you put this individual on the list because I, like you, think that this particular person, while he was maybe not Christ-like and maybe was a tyrant in a lot of ways, which he was, the things that he did and what he actually set forth to go do to change the world, he accomplished, and that's Steve Jobs. Well, yes, and we can't argue with the track record of success. But the one thing that really stands out to me that we can learn from and each of us can do in anything we're doing is when he would introduce new products in San Francisco and he'd go through the whole presentation and finish and he'd start to walk off the stage and he'd come back and say, Let's, there's just one more thing. 
And he got people thinking all the time. There's always one more thing we can think of, or mm. one more thing we can do with mm. what we're working on to make it even better than we thought we could. Very true. And to me, that's very inspirational. This next name, I don't know, uh, and I, I'm sure I'm, you say it because I'm sure I'm going to mess it up. You go ahead and say it. Well, it's Hedy Lamar, and she was parodied in Blazing Saddles as Hedley Lamar, and she was a beautiful actress in the 30s, 40s, and 50s. And like most actresses in that period, people would look at her and think she's beautiful and she's a good actress, and that's all there is. But she did things that affect us, matter of fact, right now as we're talking on the phone, because she had a scientific mind, Mm. and she invented something called frequency hopping, which was helped developed radar and helped us win World War II, Mm. but it also contributed to the development of Wi-Fi, GPS, and Bluetooth. I did not know that. Amazing. Yeah, and you look yeah. at all the different things we're using from that today. Yes, you and I wouldn't be chatting right now if it wasn't for that. Well, and it just goes to show you cannot pigeonhole people. And <laughs> we all pigeonhole true. others, and people pigeonhole us yeah. and think we can only do certain things. And we can do more than others think we can, and yep. we can do more than we think we can. This next one I think should be on everybody's list. We tend to forget this individual, and I don't know why, because the impact – uh, that this man had, Richard, is is huge. It's profound, and he does not get enough credit, and that's Billy Graham. Well, yes, and I mean, there's no telling how many millions of people came to know Christ mm-hmm. because of his efforts, and he sacrificed other opportunities to preach the good news of the gospel yep. and around the world for decades. And to me, him being able to do that and counsel 12 presidents of different parties without succumbing to the partisanship and all the acrimony and other things, that to me is pretty amazing how he was able to do that. And and let's not forget that the generational impact, and I am one of those, my father was, uh, you know, came to Lord through a Billy Graham uh, crusade, and if it wasn't for that, who knows where I'd be, Richard? Well, and that just goes to show we never know the impact of our efforts each day, and we may see one piece of it, yep. but there may be pieces going on well beyond our lifetime That's right. we never see. That's right. That's right. Uh, this one actually was highlighted in some of the NFL things we saw during the Super Bowl. That was Pat Tillman. Well, yes, and, and what stands out to me is his exceptionalism, because World War II, the athletes and entertainers left and signed up. And they went to war, sacrificing three, four, five years of their careers to contribute to the country. Well, after 9-11, we did not see that. And Pat Tillman and his brother were exceptions, sacrificing his NFL career and paying the ultimate price. And that makes him stand out even more than others uh, might have if there had been more people standing out or going that way when he did. Uh, and, uh, again, I'm glad that the NFL, uh, you know, did some honorary things for him during the Super Bowl. I think that yes. was that was awesome. And uh, next one, Mark Twain. I mean, that one kind of goes without saying. Yes, and, and most of us know him. But, again, here's another person who failed early in life at some things and ended up persevering in a way to find out about his ability to write and speak and entertain and make people think 
and become more than they mm-hmm. thought they could as well. And mm-hmm. so I think there was a lot more to him than we think about normally, and that to me is what's so inspirational. All right, the next one, which was the guide for Lewis and Clark, tell us who she was. Well, Lewis and Clark left just west of St. Louis in 1804 to go to the Pacific Ocean with about 30 men. It was a two-year exploration. It was almost like today going to the moon because once they left, there was no communication with anybody, no expectation of help. They had no horses. And Sacagawea was this teenage girl with a young son married to a Frenchman that accompanied them. And her intercession with Indian tribes and her assistance with them helped that expedition be successful. And without her being there, they might not have succeeded. That's exactly right. Uh, Martin Luther King Jr., we just had his uh, celebration here not long ago, so I'll skip past him because I want to make sure we get yes. the rest of these in. Uh, Alan Shepard, that, that one, uh, again, I, I would have had that on the list as well, and that's a good choice. Well, and we think about that, and we take it for granted today. He was the first American in space. But if we go back and look at the videos of the rocket launches I know. before his and how many of them blew up I know. off the launch pad, for him to get on that thing, he got a leap of faith. <laughs> the courage that I know. Took to do that. I, I feel the same way, Richard. You look at that and think, and, "Holy cow!" <laughs> and then he went and walked on the moon later. So he was not a one trick pony. He was a true leader and example for the whole space program. Uh, this next lady was as well, and she, uh, uh, you know, again, you know, really kind of even. Um, set the stage for what women could do at the time, right? Yes, and th- and that's part of the reason, because she didn't let anything stop what she wanted to do, whether it be men, uh, other different obstacles. She was fearless. Mm-hmm. And, yes, she was lost uh, on one of her trips, but what she did was and should be inspirational, mm-hmm. not only for young girls or women, but for all Americans because she contributed to things that help us throughout our lives. And that was Amelia Earhart. I should have mentioned that earlier. Last but not least, Thomas Edison. Yeah, and that's that's another one that most everyone knows about. But I think the thing that amazes me is how prolific he was and how much failure he had to overcome yes, yes. in all of his efforts. There yes. were so many opportunities to quit each individual invention he had opportunities to quit on, but yet he persevered. Because well, even financially, he Richard, he was at a point in time in his life numerous times where financially he could, have, he could have just given up. Yes, and that's another trait of so many successful people. And I'm going to use this example that wasn't on the list, but one of my favorite movies is Broken Trail, and Robert Duvall's an uncle of a young guy, and he's teaching him a trail drive to drive uh, – herd of horses to market and they overcome all these different instances and after one problem the nephew says this drive's getting less profitable each day and robert duvall's character says you son you never measure wealth using money yeah good point and to me that's a great lesson and yeah. edison's an example of that Richard, as always, I appreciate you joining us. You can find Richard Battle at his website, richardbattle.com. And what's your last book, Richard? The last book was Made in America by Americans, not Americans. And if you want to be inspired and feel good about yourself and your country, 
you will like it. Awesome. Richard, appreciate it very much. Have a great rest of your day, and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Appreciate it. Roof Max is up next. Roof Savers of Colorado, I should say. Dave Hart, he wants to make sure that your roof he can extend the life of, take care of any problems, repairs, and or replace it if needed. And he does commercial roofs and uh, residential roofs as well. Find him at RushToReason.com, 303-710-6916. You need a roof that is going to keep you and yours protected from the Colorado elements this winter. But having a reliable, functioning roof doesn't mean you should have to compromise your bank account. Here at Roof Savers Colorado, we try to save every client from the expense of a costly replacement with a rejuvenation treatment. This 100% plant-based product gives you new roof performance without new roof costs. But sometimes a replacement is absolutely necessary. With over 20-plus years of roofing experience, we believe in helping you determine the right solution for your family. For any roofs that do not qualify for the treatment, we work with your insurance so you can get the replacement you need. Contact Dave Hart, owner of Roof Savers Colorado, today, and he will inspect your roof to see if it qualifies for the treatment. Call 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversCO.com today to ensure your family is protected. All right, Affordable Interest Mortgage, where, hey, you may want to take some money out and uh, use it for the next sponsor we have as well, which is Premier Home Remodels. You know what, I'll just talk about both these at the same time because they go hand in hand. You can pull some money out, get some remodeling done. That's through Premier Home Remodels. At the same time, Kirk can help you with all of the things necessary to make that happen on the front side. So give Kurt a call at 720-895-0500. And then Premier Home Remodels, once you're done with Kurt, 720-619-8773. Thinking rates are too high to buy a home? Wish they were in the threes or fours? Well, your wait is over. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. With a 3-2-1 buy-down, you can now purchase a home at 3.193% first year, 4.913% second, 5.913 the third, and the remaining years at 6.913, with an APR of 6.985. If rates go down, refinance and save even more. On a $400,000 loan, your monthly payment would be over $748 a month less the first year, 511 the second, 262 the third, with a total savings of over $18,000. Before you buy, take aim. 720-895-0500. Three to one buy downs available up to 95% loan to value. If you're thinking about home ownership, now may be the best time to purchase. Call Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Own your new home and save thousands in payments. That's 720-895-0500. 80% LTV. 30-year fixed, 6.985% APR, 740 FICO, primary home, rates as of 1116, NMLS 298191, and rates subject to change. You want to remodel, but you're nervous about making such a big investment in the wrong company. Premier Home Remodels is always transparent with their communication and pricing that you can trust them with your kitchen, bathroom, or basement remodel. Other companies give you an attractive-looking bid and add on the cost of materials later, so you end up spending way more than you expected. Premier Home Remodels gives you a detailed bid that will only change should they run into an unexpected issue that must be fixed. Premier Home Remodel shows you that they are the right choice for the job by keeping you informed every step of the way. All labor is under warranty for up to one year after completion and inspected when the job is finished. You can rely on Premier Home Remodels to get your custom remodel done right the way you want it. Set your consultation today. Call 888-679-0288. 888-679-0288. 
or visit klzradio.com slash remodel. Putting reason into your afternoon drive. This is John Rush. All right. Uh, got a few minutes here before we have our next guest, and uh, this is not surprising. There is a uh, waiting period bill that is expected to be formally unveiled this week in the House. This is here in Colorado as a part of the gun control measures that Democrats are planning to introduce this year. And, yes, there will be many. There already has been. This one would be a three-day waiting period before you can assess or you know, access, I should say, your weapon that you buy. Now, is this constitutional? Um, frankly, I don't think it is. But this is, this is, again, another one of those attacks on the Second Amendment that we're going through here in Colorado. And you're going to see more and more of these. It is the goal of the left, the communists, to take your gun away. They won't tell you that. They won't come out and say it in a bold way like I just said. But let me tell you what, that is their goal. They want to strip you of your weapons Period. I shouldn't use weapons. Guns, because anything can be a weapon, but of your gun, your firearm. They want to strip you of your firearm. So they're, of course, going to use and talk about, you know, the the different, uh, you know, individuals that bought guns in the past and then went and used them to do nefarious things and so on. And we've talked about that over and over and over again, and I will continue to talk about that. Bad people do bad things. Doesn't matter whether it's a gun, a knife, a car, a bomb, or whatever. Bad people do bad things. Adding additional laws to contain bad people doesn't help. We already have laws that make it that make it you know uh, an offense, if you would, to kill someone, felony offense. We have all sorts of laws along those lines. It's against the law to take someone's life, period. And good law, by the way. Given that we already have that law, why do we need gun control measures? I would love someone on the left to explain that to me. If it's already against the law to take another person's life, and someone does, whether it be with a gun, a car, a whatever, a knife, I can go down the list. By the way, it could also be with a shot, which we're watching almost daily now. Whole other conversation. But given everything I just said, why do we need gun control? Those of you on the left, please explain. Why, why do we need it? If we have laws already that it's against the law to harm another person, not even just kill someone, but to harm them. How is it that a gun control law is going to stop that from happening? Please explain. I've yet to hear anyone on the left give a good explanation for that. You'll hear everything from, well, you know, this just keeps the guns out of those folks that are mentally ill. And, you know, what's the big deal about having to wait three days to get your your firearm? It's really not that big of a deal. It is a big deal. It is a big deal. It's, it's the principle of it. It has nothing to do with whether I can wait three days or not. That's not the point. The point is my right to bear arms shall not be infringed. Okay? That's exactly what it says. Is the three-day waiting period an infringement? Absolutely it is. Period. 
I can sum it up in that and that alone. It is an infringement upon my rights to own a firearm. Now, they're going to come back and say, no, it's not. And frankly, this is one of those types of bills that if it passes, becomes a law, could go to the Supreme Court because it's, it's unconstitutional. Lawmakers in Colorado don't care. They just thumb their nose at the Constitution. They're the type of individuals that feel the Constitution should be changed, ignored even, put to sleep. Let's have a new one. We don't need this old one anymore. We need something new, better, more robust in their mind. They're lunatics. They're crazy. They're demented. They're insane. I say it all the time. If you're on the left, you have a mental problem. You do not rationalize things correctly, and you are a mental case, period. There's no other way to sum it up. That is the bottom line. So I know i got a guest coming on here in just one moment, so we'll get ready for Thomas Hackett here in a moment. In the meantime, Bruce Simmons is next. He is our reverse mortgage professor. And again, anything you need from Bruce, he's a great guy to call. He'll spend a few minutes with you. All you have to do is call, ask. He'll go through everything that he can do for you. It's really that simple, 303-467-7821. There is a reverse mortgage that can work for your specific situation, even with rising interest rates. Certified reverse mortgage professional Bruce Simmons will help you understand why a proprietary reverse mortgage could make sense for your unique circumstances. The advantage is that unlike a traditional reverse mortgage, those 55 and older can qualify for a proprietary loan. Using two decades of industry experience, Bruce will go through your options, explaining the benefits of doing proprietary or a traditional reverse mortgage now and what that might look like in your future. With either loan type, you may have the option to pay off your mortgage, contributing to your retirement fund, or both with the additional cash flow that a reverse mortgage can give you. Bruce Simmons will help you understand when and why reverse mortgage is the right choice for you with a free consultation at klzradio.com reverse. Schedule online now at klzradio.com reverse. NMLS 409914. American Liberty Mortgage is an equal housing lender. All right, up next, Golden Eagle Financial, Al Smith. Al is on with us at 3 o'clock. And if you need help when it comes to finances and planning for and even having that nest egg set aside, Al's your guy. 303-744-1128. Maximize the full potential of your nest egg. Discover what a meaningful retirement means to you with a fresh look at your retirement plan from Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial. Al will help you explore what's important to you in retirement by understanding what you're going to spend your time doing. Al can create a projection of where your finances are now and where they need to be. Establish your priorities for retirement that feels purposeful to you by tailoring your plan to accommodate what matters most to you. Have confidence in the longevity of your nest egg now with Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial. That way, when you finally crack your nest egg open, you can use it to lead to the fulfilling retirement you choose. Call now at 303-744-1128. 303 303- 744-1128 or visit klzradio.com slash money. Advisory services offered through Foundation Investment Advisors and SEC Registered Advisor. All right, folks, when it comes to your vehicle on a day like today, you definitely need it. Not that we don't need it every day. We do. But make sure your vehicle's well-maintained. It's going to go from A to B and have no issues doing so. Geno's Auto Service can help you with all of that. They're on the southwest end of town in Littleton, 303-794-6700.
Take advantage of Geno's Alignment and Tire Rotation Special for $99.99. Snow has stayed on the ground thanks to cold temperatures, creating potholes and other driving hazards. We all know tires have a way of finding those holes, wreaking havoc on your car's suspension. Also know that an Alignment and Tire Rotation will help get even wear and longer life out of your tires. For over 40 years, Geno's Auto Service has been serving Littleton and customers along the front range. As members of Colorado Select Auto Care, we'll back up our work with Napa's nationwide peace of mind warranty. To make your life simpler, Geno's offers loaner vehicles so you can drop your car off and pick up when ready. Don't forget to check out all Geno's Google reviews for a good snapshot of the business. Give us a call or go online to schedule an appointment. We are AAA approved and located at Bowles and Platte Canyon. Take advantage of Geno's $99.99 alignment and tire rotation special. Some restrictions apply. See Geno's for details. Stop in or visit us online at genosautoservice.com. That's Geno's with a J. Mom, why is it so cold in the house? Is the thermostat broken? The Public Utilities Commission approved another rate increase, and I can't afford the bill. Colorado families are struggling to make ends meet. It's time to hold the Colorado Public Utilities Commission accountable and take the burden off our families. Don't get cold feet. Turn up the heat on the Colorado Public Utilities Commission. Visit nomorerateincreases.com to make your voice heard. Paid for by Americans for Prosperity. Now, back to Rush to Reason. Brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Tom Hackett joining us now. Real clear investigations, and we're going to talk about something that, by the way, is very near and dear to me as well, and that is the rise and entrenchment of diversity, equity, and inclusion across our society. Tom, welcome. How are you? Uh, good, thanks. Thanks for having me. No, I appreciate it, and... and I did not read your article because it's been a super busy week, and I'll just be the first to admit that All on the same token. Tom, I'm somebody that talks constantly how, in my opinion, and I maybe somebody could prove me wrong, but I don't think I'm wrong, There, number one, is no such thing as equity. We are not equal, not any way, shape, or form. You have talents and desires and things in your world that I don't have. I have things you don't have. We, Tom, need to be created equal under the law and be treated that same way. But when it comes to being equal, and you know, you and I, we are not. Uh, yeah, unless they make some accommodations to let me play in the NBA. I All think right. you're probably right about that. There you go. So, so let's get into I this. Think, I, mean, I, 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 like you, feel like this is one of the worst things we could ever do as a country. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm not going to speak to that. I mean, there's a lot of things that are going on in this country. Um, but I do think the, the, uh, this, this DEI industry is, is kind of run amok. Yeah, that's putting it mildly. Yeah, um, it's gotten to be. It's, it's a huge industry, and it's yep. it really took off in the last oh, three or four years. And now that it's become established in almost every institution, you know, it's going to function the way all bureaucracies do. And yep. you know, I don't mean to. I don't mean to imply that every bureaucracy does you know no good. Some. We need bureaucracies for certain certain things, but they are very good at at gaining power and 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 growing and getting bigger. Um, that becomes the growth is the imperative of a, of a bureauc- of any bureaucracy. Yeah, because if they don't do more than they did last year, why exist? Right. Right, 
And and there also becomes a kind of weird dynamic where solving the problem is is, is to the bureaucracy's detriment, right? Like if so, if they give, if they say, okay, well, we got rid of all, you know, we've made the world more diverse and inclusive and more equitable, however they define it. Well, then what? Then what happens with that bureaucracy? You know, they don't just pack their bags and right. say, well, our our job our job here is done. You know, let's move no, on. No, they don't. No, no they don't. No, they, so, they, so they, they if any to, if anything, if they get to a point where they feel like they're becoming and, and you know, again, correct me if I'm wrong, but if a if a bureaucracy gets to the point where they feel like they're less effective, they create things to make themselves more effective so that they end up with more funding and keep going and doing the things that they've always done. Yeah, I think I think that's I think that's right. Um, and and they and they become a kind of you know, they 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 design a kind of ideological or kind of moral framework that says you, you're not allowed to criticize mm-hmm. us. You're criticizing us or, you know, just kind of asking questions. You know, what what value do you bring to the institution? Are you actually accomplishing your goals? Um, are, you know, are your stated goals, you know, the goals that we've agreed on as an institution? Those kinds of questions, which are just ordinary questions of any organization, to even ask them is, you know, they 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 frame it in such a way that to ask those questions mm-hmm. is is to be, you know, guilty of censure, you know, the thought crime. Right. Um, so so what happens is we we stop we stop, you know, being skeptical, uh, which I think any institution needs needs that sort of you know skepticism. Well, the other thing that I see, and, and again, I, maybe I'm looking at things the wrong way. Uh, but as we go down this path of dis- diversity, equity, and inclusion, we actually dumb down things because we don't let the stars that are in a particular area rise because they can't because, oh, everything has to be equal. We've got to be diverse. We've got to make sure we check all the boxes. We're not looking for excellence. We're looking for checking the boxes, which is not the way to do things, Tom. Yeah, my article doesn't really speak to that. I mean, I think you really you raised some some really good points. I'm going to stick to my lane here as a journalist and just really talk about how it's you know how the growth is is um, accelerated and not been scrutinized. No, and it, 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 it no, you are 100 percent correct in that in that area. And and okay, so I guess I'm I'm, I'm a results oriented individual. How do we keep this in check, and how do we stop this? You know, I think you know articles like mine, interviews like like this one. You know, just people you know people out there asking questions, saying, "Really, what, what, why, what, what are you doing? Show us your results. Show us the predicate. Show us why it's needed." Mm. You know, in my story, I've mentioned uh, Tucson, Arizona, uh, which, as it happens, I just moved to Tucson, so I thought, "Well, let's see what happens." You know, happened to this to the municipality? Do they have a a DEI initiative, um, and you know a lot of a lot of cities around and counties around the country have have done this, and and lo and behold, Tucson did, and they did it in direct response to to George Floyd. Well, okay, you know George Floyd happened in Minneapolis. You know it happened sixteen hundred miles away from from Tucson. So what exactly did did that have to do with Tucson? Tucson has its own ethnic. Mm-hmm. Uh, demographic, you know, concerns. Uh, it's it's a majority uh, Latino town. It's I think it's forty four percent Latino, forty three percent white, or it's a plurality of, of of Latinos. 
And frankly, it, it, you know, asking around with my neighbors and, and other newspaper reporters, it's not a city with a great deal of um, racial strife. It's a city that, you know, that does pretty well. So why do they need a, a, a DEI officer? Right, right. You know, what was it? No one questioned it. They just said, oh, we need one of those. Oh, mm-hmm. other, other towns are getting one of those. So what did they do? They went out and hired a 28-year-old young woman with very little experience, and they pay her $145,000 a year. Um, okay, I don't mean to disparage this woman. I don't know. You know. I assume that she's working hard. She's trying to do her best. But I think the the fault here lies with the with the city council. Do they even think through no. this this expenditure? Do they question it? Are right. they questioning it now? Yeah, yeah. To your point, it, it, we're not attacking the particular individual or individuals that are in these roles. It's more of has somebody gone through the checks and balances to figure out if that's even needed in the first place? And then, oh, by the way, what's this going to cost us in the end? Because to your point, Tom, this won't end. This will be 145, 160, 170, 170. You, you get the drift. This will not well, stop right. at 145 a year. The funding for her office is a half million dollars a year. There you go. You know, and then you can say, well, you know, why isn't my road? You know, why is <laughs> right. why are there potholes right. on my road? Good you know, point. Ask those questions. Great point. You know, and it's like could, could that money have been better spent? Yeah. But again, the problem is we're we're told that we can't even ask those questions. Ask those questions is is to be on the side of of you know of discrimination. Right. Uh, right. Of, of, yeah, and that, and that's that's an absurd way to frame it. I think we're all able to, you know, to say, hey, listen, we want, we want, a, you know, however you want to define this, we want a fair society, right? Right. We we we, we welcome. But if you don't you ask know, those questions, it won't be. Right. And you know, I think a lot of people actually, you know, celebrate and enjoy this country's rich diversity. The problem is, is when it gets into this sort of doctrinaire, um, you know. Uh, reflexive, um, unthinking, unskeptical way of, of yep. you know of going about it. I think that becomes the problem. You got it, Tom. Where do folks find uh, this article? They just go to Real Clear Investigations. Do they need to do anything once they're there. No, it's it's just called the uh, dominance of the diversity industrial complex. Awesome, Tom. Appreciate you joining us, sir. Thank you. You bet. Have a great night. Hi-Fi Plumbing is next. As I look outside, I can see the temperature starting to drop. As the clouds lift, it will actually get colder. And if you find yourself with any kind of broken pipes or any kind of plumbing issues, give Hi-Fi a call, 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. You know a repair won't be cost-effective in the long run. It's just another Band-Aid to defer replacing your water heater. Make the investment in a tank or tankless water heater with High Five Plumbing now. Standing behind their work with a two-year parts and labor warranty, High Five will accept nothing less than service that ends with a high five. Working with the experts to find a long-term solution not only saves you on repairs, it saves you needless stress and anxiety anticipating the next repair. As your unit gets older, you face potential water damage, loss of hot water, and increased utility and repair bills. Work with plumbers who earn your approval with transparency, excellence, communication, and above and beyond service. Mention KLZ for your wave service fee and limited time offer of $200 off a tanked water heater or $500 off a tankless water heater provided by High Five Plumbing. Call now at 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. That's 877-934-4445. High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. 
All right, Absolute Electric Heating and Air. Again, if you find yourself needing some work when it comes to your uh, HVAC or electrical, your furnace, with it being cold as it is right now, give Absolute a call, 720-526-0231. You just found out that you need to replace your furnace, and you have no idea where that money is going to come from. Relax. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air has peace of mind financing with low monthly payments and interest as low as 0%. Financing is available no matter what kind of service you need and is available via your technician so you can get what you need done faster and easier than with any other company. The replacement you need can be affordable and stress-free for you and your family with a culture of service, excellence, and growth. Absolute is committed to your satisfaction. They ensure that with their Absolute guarantee. You deserve to be at ease. Ask about your financing options when scheduling any service with Absolute Electrical Heating and Air at 720-526-0231 or visit klzradio.com slash absolute today. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. And if you want to avoid teaching your kids the things we just talked about a moment ago with diversity, inclusion, and equity, then Colorado Heritage Education System might be for you. Chess, for short, they will come alongside, they do come along homeschoolers. In fact, they've got the ability to have a brick-and-mortar facility as well where you can even do some things a la carte if needed. So call them today. Any questions you might have, coloradoheritage.org. Whether you're a homeschooling family in northern Colorado or you are thinking about homeschooling for the first time, Colorado Heritage Education School System, CHESS, has over 30 years of experience coming alongside homeschooling families. CHESS offers a variety of classes from K-12 to supplement your home curriculum, all of which are taught from a conservative, biblical perspective. Colorado Heritage respects your conservative Christian values and stands against the woke agenda being pushed in government-run schools. CHESS teachers are dedicated, committed Christians who are also homeschooling veterans. We care about your student and their academic success, as well as their spiritual growth. Our diploma program for high school students helps prepare students for college, trade schools, and for life. CHESS offers scholarships to qualifying families. If you are tired of the public school system's agenda, join CHESS where you can use your freedom to direct and control and customize your child's education. Visit coloradoheritage.org to schedule a meeting with the principal. Not only do you own your own business, but you also manage it, work for it, and run it. It makes sense that you're tired of your business running you. Change that with coaching from small business coach John Rush. When you're in that situation, you can't afford to just stop what you're currently doing. You need outside help. Otherwise, you're just putting another job on yourself. John's years of experience as the owner of a small business himself allows him to help you set realistic and attainable goals that change the way you approach your work. When you commit to working with John, he can help you make your business more profitable in six months or less. Email John Rush right now to get your operation running for you again. Set up a free 30-minute consultation at john at rushtoreason.com. That's john at rushtoreason.com. Or fill out the contact form at klzradio.com slash john. This isn't rage radio. This is real, relatable radio. Back to Rush to Reason. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Joe, what's going on, sir? 
John, I want to go back to you, what you were talking about before the break about having to uh, wait. Uh, and what was the law you were talking about? I didn't catch the, the law you were referring to in Colorado about uh, gun purchases. It's a it's a not a law. It's a bill that's being proposed in Colorado. And what is it proposing? That you have a three-day waiting period before you can pick up your firearm. Um, and by the way, did I tell you, well, of course, in New Jersey, you have to go through a criminal background. Right. You have to go through a seven-day. Seven and then I told you, you now have to go through a criminal background check to buy a box of ammunition. I told exactly. You, right? Yes. Anyway, uh, you ever heard of uh, two statistics? Uh, two weeks ago, the, you ever heard of an outfit called the uh, Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and oh, Firearms? Oh, yeah. You betcha. They came out with volume two of their four-volume report oh, uh, about guns in this country. And... According to their study, they estimated that there are uh, 250,000 guns per year stolen from homes and vehicles in this country. Mm-hmm. And that's, re- I'm sorry, that's reported. Now, I guarantee you, not every uh, police department reports. In other words, if you live in Wiggins, Colorado, and you say, hey, my home got broken into and they stole my shotgun and my handgun when I was out of the house, I don't think Wiggins is reporting to the ATF. No. So. So, so the 250 is the low end. The better estimates are 500,000 guns per year. The total number of stolen guns on the street is uh, about 10 million stolen guns on the street. And let me give you a perspective on that. There are three home burglaries every hour in this country, one every 20 minutes. Well, there's 8,600 hours in the, in the year, so that's 25,000 home burglaries. One out of three of those homes will have one or more guns in them when they're broken into. So that kind of validates yep. that yep. $500,000 number, me, 500,000 stolen gun number. And then there's another outfit. You ever heard of uh, U.S. Department of Justice? Oh, yes. They did another study, and they actually went and they interviewed 287... The Biden thousand. crime thugs, you mean? Is that the DOJ you're talking about? <laughs> that DOJ. So, just want to make sure I'm, I'm on, we're speaking of the same organization. Yeah, and they actually went and did, they did a study of 287,000 convicted felons and here's the quote from their study. 90% did not obtain their guns from a retail source. And by yeah. the way, the vast majority of the 10% who did were not felons at the time they bought the gun. They became felons there you at go. a later date. Yep. So, so 90, 90, and I just lost my computer screen here, but they're talking about how many stolen guns and how many had a straw purchase, had a girlfriend buy the gun for them. Right. Well, which, um, by the way, Joe's already illegal in most, well, as far as I know, every state that's out there anyways, but they still do it. Right. So, so we go back to, first of all, 90% didn't get their guns from a retail source. The vast majority of the 10% who did were legally eligible to buy a gun at the time they bought the gun because they were not yet felons. Mm-hmm. So when, when they're proposing these three-day waits, all they're doing is, let me put it this way, if you, can't, if you want to buy a stolen gun and you can't find one, you're an idiot. There was a, I think I told you a story, a reporter female reporter went to Chicago. It was called the gun, CBS Special Guns of Chicago. You can find it on, on YouTube. She asked one of these teenage thugs who's got a gun in his belt. He's wearing a, a bandana mask over his face. And she asked the guy, how tough is it to get a gun, you know, in this neighborhood? And the thug looks at her and says, $30 and 30 minutes, do you want one? Mm-hmm. That's how tough it is to, to get a gun in this country. Right. So It's not. And, and by the way, and, 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 and that's the thing. Well, we already know that the left is, you know, what their goal is and what they're trying to do and so on, Joe. And the reality is they don't care about the criminal. They 
They only care about uh, uh, de-arming you and I. They don't care about de-arming the criminal because that's not who they're after. And, and they can say all day long all they want that that's not the case. But, Joe, you can tell by their actions that, yes, in fact, that is the case. I would defy them, who's ever sponsoring this bill, to say, go ahead, please show me the statistics where a three-day wait would have made a difference. Right. You know, who goes to a gun store, buys the gun, and goes home and within 72 hours kills somebody with it? Please show me where that has happened more than once in the past decade. I, I, I personally, John, cannot, uh, I, I can't ever remember. I, you know, as you know, I follow kind of gun and gun mm-hmm. pretty well. I, mean, I talk to John Locke quite a bit. I, I can't think of a case that I'm familiar with where somebody went and bought a gun and within seven and, and in this article, of course, they're using one example. It's the only one I've ever heard of, by the way, and this was not a, a big story. This was back in November of 2016. You lived here then. A Highlands Ranch mother purchased a 9mm Glock handgun. And by the way, if she's a mother without any criminal history, she's going to be able to buy a gun anyways. And as a matter of fact, in this particular case, I don't think three days would have made any difference one way or the other. She picked up her 5-year-old son from kindergarten, killed him, his 3-year-old brother, and herself in the loading dock of a shuttered sports authority store now that's a very sick individual she's got problems she has mental issues or she wouldn't be in that position in the first place and by the way my heart goes out to individuals that are like that but joe we've seen many other stories about moms doing the very same thing driving them into lakes doing all sorts of other things the reality is it's not the gun here that was the problem it's her it's her and even if she waited three days what's to say had she waited the three days she wouldn't have committed the same nothing not a thing, Joe. Zero, zilch. But, but again, that is the highlighted story in this particular article and what they're going to use now to prop up this bill. Well, there, again, there's no causal, you know, there's no causal, well, first of all, you know, there's no causal link between that and, and the fact that the 72-hour wait would have made any difference. So this is speculation. It's hypothetical. It's all, the, 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 the person sponsoring this bill, Senator uh, Tom Sullivan, says and he's a centennial Democrat, by the way. Uh, he's got a son that was murdered in the 2012 Aurora uh, theater shootings. You, you know the individual. You know He's been around here for a long time. What he's really saying is we just want people to be able to take a breath. Do you think a criminal that is out to harm other individuals, Joe, is going to take a breath? Of course not. Of course not. You know, and I always tell people if, if you – can't think of, you know, several different ways to kill somebody without using a gun. You're not very bright. Correct. Um, you know, in fact, same thing with man. And by the way, this is a part of a package of gun control measures. Like I've said, there's many others as well. This isn't just the only part of this. Right. And by the way, as a side note, I got an email this morning, six months to the day, that the state of New Jersey or the judge in the county has finally approved my concealed carry permit six months to the day after mm. I submitted wow. my paper. Wow. Uh, and I still haven't gotten it. Apparently, it's got to go from the judge back to the sheriff's. So, not the, so it's not the sheriff's department. So I, I had to do the paperwork yep. through the sheriff's department. They submitted to a superior court yep. county judge. Superior court county judge has to say, yeah, it looks okay to me. They send it back to the sheriff, who's then going to issue me the permit. Uh, which is not reciprocal in any other state. Unbelievable. Okay, and to prove my point earlier, Joe, about what I said about what the left wants, Representative Meg Froelich an Englewood Democrat and another lead sponsor of the waiting period bill said Democrats or communists is what I really should insert here. will continue pursuing pursuing gun legislation until we don't need to do it anymore. What does that say, Joe? That's they their goal is to complete uh, disarmament of, of the population. That's what they're after. 
Yeah, there, there can never be enough gun control, by the way. Nope. And, and she just admitted to what I just said a moment ago. She, she just did. And, and by the way, you know, they start with, well, we want to ban assault weapons. Well, okay. Well, if you got that wish and then the next guy uses a 12-gauge shotgun loaded with double lot buck. Right. To kill a dozen people. Well, now we know we need to outlaw pump shotguns loaded with double lot buck. Right. Um, the, the guy, deadliest school shooting in American history. You know what that was, John? A pistol. Virginia Tech, 37, 37 people killed with two legally purchased handguns. Yep. So, you know, it's like squeezing a balloon. Oh, we're going we're gonna to stop mass shooting. No, you're not. Long, boom. Well, then they're going to use a different weapon. I know I got only, I've only got 30 seconds left, Joe, but how long have men been killing men? Uh, Cain and Abel. <laughs> long before the gun was invented, right? Long before the gun was invented. <laughs> There's your answer. So. All Joe, right, appreciate Jeff. you, man, as always. Love, love all your, uh, your stats and all of that, and I appreciate that very much. It's a great reminder, and folks don't always tune in each time, so all those stats are very important. And uh, if you ever need any of those, let me know, and I can get those directly from Joe as well if you want to share those with any family or friends, coworkers as well. American National Insurance is next. Hey, insurance is a big deal. Uh, I don't think any of you realize until you have an accident how big of a deal it really is. Make sure that you're properly protected. Paul Lewenberger can do just that. 303. 303- 3662-0789. You love your spouse. That's why you married them. Every time you look down at your ring, it reminds you of your wedding day, the precious commitment you made to one another, and the vows you exchanged. Until one day you look down and it isn't there. Make sure that beautiful representation of your love for one another is covered this February with Paul Lewinberger of American National Insurance. Putting your wedding ring on the policy protects you in case you lose it. It gets stolen or even in the case that the stone falls out. Ideally, you never look down to find it isn't there, but give yourself the assurance that you're protected. Let's say everything goes according to plan and you don't have to make a claim for three years. You'll be getting back 25% of what you paid in premiums three years ago. And in both cases, your spouse will be happy. Protect the investment you made in your love now by calling Paul Lewinberger of American National Insurance at 303 662 Again, 303-662-0789. Stay up to date with Rush to Reason after the show on Twitter at Rush to Reason. All right, folks, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. So uh, appreciate, again, all that Joe has to say and uh, the things that he adds to the program on a routine basis. I, I do appreciate that very much. All right. Our next hour, Rainier Zettelman will be joining us. And what do people in the U.S. think about capitalism? Well, I have my own thoughts. We'll find out um, other thoughts on this as well. Again, I have my own thoughts because I just don't think people understand what it even is. They've been trained uh, really from an early age on up to hate Capitalism. They have no idea what it even is and how it benefits them on a day-to-day basis, but we'll figure that out here in just a moment. So don't go anywhere. Hour 3 is next. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.